Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Good morning. Welcome in. Saturday suckage. Time for the suckage roll call. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Mike Tomlin. Uh, sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Ryan Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, the suck. Random Bears fan. Steph Curry. We suck tonight. Terry Bores. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. 
Avenue Q. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. St. John. Sucks to me. Ross Perot. There will be a giant sucking sound going south. Devin McCourty. Sucks to end the season that way. Nick Chubb. One of the things that stuck in that stuck to us when, when he came here, he said, you know, you got to embrace the suck. Pat McAfee. There are some commentators that f- suck out there. Nicholas Ehlers. Uh, yeah, uh, not a fun morning. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it sucks. Um, Chris Ballard. And now we get we lay, lose these last two games and we just suck. Giannis. We suck. Played bad. They made shots. They played good. They played better than us. Drew Doughty. Thanks for going through this. I know it sucks watching it, but uh, we'll get out there in a sec. Um... Garth Algar. Get it off, man. Get it off. It's sucking my will to live. Mark Grody. Bueller. Bueller. Trash Panda. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Yeah, dude. Hi. Garth Hello. Algar made it. You yes. and you're your, the, the hero of your favorite movie ever. It is my favorite movie. That's true. It's also my most watched movie of all time. With without, I don't even think there's a legitimate competition. I've probably legitimately seen it over a hundred times in my life. Party on! Oh yeah, that's the way it happened. Party on! We were discussing that palm trees in the setting in the Aurora, right? Wayne's Wayne's World set in Aurora. Oh yeah, palm oh, yeah. trees in the background as you're riding around on multiple <laughs> occasions. There's no continuity. Well. There we are. We're glad to add to the suckage roll call. This is Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He is Adam Studzinski. He is Trash Panda. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Our tech zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. That number, 312-644-6767. That will also get you, the listener, to our Score Listener line. Score Listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Do it today. Visit BetQL.com. So I suspect we'll have people calling in, or and our audience will call in. Big news overnight. While you were sleeping, the Minnesota Twins... Kind of stuck it to both Chicago baseball teams. The Twins signed Carlos Correa. A three-year deal. It's actually a one-year deal, about $105 million, but probably only $35 million to play with the Twins. Just when you thought it was safe, because they got rid of, like the Twins, you, you, you saw Josh Donaldson, the bringer of rain. He's out of the division. Nelson Cruz, longtime torture. He's out of the division. Then they bring in Carlos Correa, where like out of nowhere. So the Twins managed to cause trouble, put blood in the urine of both Chicago teams, I believe. And I need to do some Cub math. Do you think Jason Benetti will get mad if we do Cub math? I think we're clear. Do you do math? It's a different. It's, do you know math? I know some math. Can you, do, can you find this percentage for me? Okay. $35 million a year. Carlos million. Curry, he could yeah. just ditch out. Yeah. What percentage of $3.4 billion, just to pull a figure out of the air, <laughs> like the, you know, the cost of a, let's say, a, a kickball team in England. All right? So $3.4 billion compared to 
35 million. What percentage is that? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on. That's not, that's not how you do this. So not, not carry the knot. Are you a double knot spy? I just want to make sure I add enough zeros on this. Uh huh. See, my, uh, my calculator is 3.4 billion, right? So that's 3 billion, 4 million. Okay. Uh huh. And so that is 0.01%. So 0.01%, that contract for one year. Or, or would that be one? No, wait, move the decimal. It's 1%. Excuse me, 1%. 1%. 1.9%. So Carlos Correa, who could play shortstop for a. National League baseball team that signed the worst offensive guy in maybe in history, the Ronnie Cedeno of his time, Anderson Simmons. And Carlos Correa goes to the Minnesota Twins for 1% of the cost of a English soccer team, an English kickball team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cubs didn't do that. And it's a short contract, which didn't we hit when we had Megan Montemurro on last week? Didn't yes. she say? Yes. That that was the kind of contract that the Cubs love, a short kind of contract, less obligation. Isn't that what the Twins just pantsed the Cubs with? It uh, would appear so. Okay. And I I think Carlos Correa would have made a lot of sense on the north side. That's just me. Just now, me looking at their roster. What do you think as a south side guy, as a White Sox fan, when you heard this, when you saw this, when you... Well, there's a, a certain degree of what the hellness because, <laughs> Cause well, especially because it just kind of hit hit me in the face when I, right when I woke up. So my alarm goes off this morning, and the first thing I see on my phone is is a message from one of my group chats that says, "Uh, what the heck, Carlos Correa to the to the to the Twins?" Uh-huh. And so I'm like, "What?" And you know, jump on Twitter, scrolling through, and I'm like, "Really, really, the Twins?" Of all teams, you mm-hmm. have a sign with Minnesota, and I don't think that it, it doesn't. I don't think it necessarily changes the Twins, like what their record as of right now, what their overall record will end up being this year, and where they will fall in the Central. But it makes life harder for the White Sox for sure, and they need to counter. They, you know, the the, the Twins made a lot of moves this off season, and they're better now than they were last year. They're still not as good as the White Sox in my mind, but they're better. And Carlos Correa is immediately one of the best players in the division. Maybe the best. Well, the the White Sox, for whatever it's worth, and last year there were seven games that the Astros and Sox played. It did not go well for the Sox, but against Carlos Correa, it did for a guy of that magnitude that MVP kind of candidacy, that team-carrying kind of guy, his um, his OPS was 870. His career OPS is worse than that. So the Sox have found a way to deal with him. But here is the, the White Sox do need to make a move. I don't know if it's to counter that or just to get better. Now, the mm-hmm. Twins also got Sonny Gray. While the Reds were quitting and they got rid of the greatest name that Pat Hughes ever says. Eugenio Suarez. A, uh, a Eugenio oh, excuse Suarez. Me. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Gray went to, he could pitch, so he's going to be facing the Sox. But I thought this was the best part and probably the most underplayed part of it. On the same week that the Kansas City Royals brought in a 
a just an, an absolute a zit, a pimple on the face of baseball, Amir Garrett, an annoying guy. Carlos Correa was the guy that new White Sox reliever Joe Kelly made the face at. That's true. That that is something that I do in all of this if we're if we're gonna look for a reason to be kind of excited. Uh-huh. I think that matchup, the first time it happens, especially, is is going to be brilliant. And the fact that we get at least a year of it is awesome. Because and how many times do they play the Twins this year? I have to look up the exact. I think seventy five Seven, times. Seventy five. That sounds yeah, about right. It, Seems like they play them every other every other weekend. But they're going to match up multiple times in all likelihood, and it's going to be great, great theater. Just so you you know this, the the Dodgers. Joe Kelly is a former Dodger. Carlos Correa is a former Astro. The Astros cheated. Correa was part of the cheating Astros. The players never got punished. They got their rings. They got their money. And Joe Kelly said, this is, you snitch, you little, and he had a word that began with a B that rhymed with it. Those were among his comments. And he did not like the fact that the cheating Astros stole a World Series from the Dodgers and really stole a good year from the Cubs because you Darvish just thought he was tipping pitches. And... All he was doing was getting cheated on, and he took it to heart. He pitched lousy for the Cubs, coming from the Dodgers, pitching coming out of that World Series and getting torched. So Joe Kelly decided to, well, first time they met the Astros, he threw at Bregman, he threw at Altuve, he threw at everybody, and then he struck out Correa and had words for, as he's walking off the field and Correa wants to, I don't know, choose him on, whatever he's doing. Joe Kelly had a lip on. He turns to him, he hangs his lower lip, and it sets off a bench emptying. And baseball suspended Joe Kelly for doing what baseball should have done itself. But Rob Manfred is too weak, too bad, too nothing. So the Astros got their World Series. Joe Kelly got his revenge. And now the White Sox have signed Joe Kelly. And the guy he set off, the, the guy he put a lip on, had a lip on for, after striking out, Car- is now a Minnesota twin. I love this. And I love Joe Kelly. I'm assuming you heard his interview with Parkinson Spiegel, where he dropped not one, not two. Not two, but, <laughs> but wait, <three>. there's more. <laughs> <laughs> to the point they had to ask him to please stop because we were out of delay. <laughs> of all things, Danny Parkinson is playing Playing crossing guard. Which is just, I mean, that was, and even like besides the brilliance of that, like he was legitimately awesome and fits in really well on the South side. But then later in the week, I'm in Mariano's and I see a guy wearing one of the Joe Kelly shirts. I think this one said, thank you, Joe Kelly. It was a Dodgers shirt that said, thank you, Joe. Kelly. Yeah. There was a mural up in Los Angeles. Oh, oh he's that a cult face, hero. that lip. He's a cult hero. Out yes. There. And he will be in Chicago too. He already is in my mind. I want him to throw at Carlos Correa because I think that the Astros... Now you worry that Correa will teach the Twins how to cheat their way to the top, and that would affect the Astros. He's got a history. The White Sox. So 630 Texter, your mouth... I don't know if your math is right or wrong, but hey, stoners, that's what the 630 is telling us. 35 million is .0102 of 3.4 billion. One one-hundredth... Of 1%. So maybe I did the conversion wrong. 
We it's need, well, when we you need divide, a cub math you, well, guy. The thing, you, you, when you do percentages, right, you take the, the bigger, the smaller number divided by the bigger number, and then you move the decimal two places to the right. And that's your percentage. So, right? Did I do that right? This is nice. I became this is a writer because I thought there was no math involved in your asking yeah, exactly. me. I'm the one who put out the bat signal for a cub math guy, and you stuck your hand up. Oh, geez. Okay. Wait, wait, well, you know, it's been a while since I've actually had to do this kind of stuff. So, hey, if I'm wrong, correct me. We're not math majors here. No, we're I took one we're math stoners. class in college, and that's because I had to for the minor I was doing. 779. Is that Kentucky or is that Cincinnati? Oh, they're the same thing. Cincinnati is Kentucky. Um, 3.4 billion isn't 3 billion. 3.4 billion isn't 3 billion, 4 million. No, he said 400 million. You suck. Well, we do. It's three billion four hundred million. A billion is one thousand million. Oh my god! <laughs> what is going on? I'm sorry, I brought this up, but I needed to know what percentage of Carlos Correa's contract for one year, uh, what percentage it was of just just to draw a number out of the air, a cost of a kickball team from England. The you know by the way the Detroit Tigers. Have you looked at them lately? They're better. They're getting they better. They they got this Michael Pineda guy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Josh Josh uh, Nelson from Sox Machine. He'll be here in a couple minutes, and we will talk to him. He pointed out that <clears throat> Detroit getting Pineda. They got a guy who's started twelve games against the Sox, seventy one point two innings, three point six four ERA, sixty five Ks, twelve walks. 7.24 OPS. That's pretty good. That's really good. You don't need other teams getting better. And then, a, again, there's Amir Garrett. So here's the problem with Amir Garrett. He doesn't <clears throat> doesn't worry me. He's going to strike out some people. But what worries me is because now you have Correa and the Joe Kelly thing in Minnesota. You have Amir Garrett who doesn't – he's sort of the pitching version of A.J. Pierzynski – People are going to get suspended because of Amir Garrett. That's his history with any rival. You saw it with the Cubs. Now what's going to happen? You don't need – you need White Sox. He's got the kind of swag. If he were a White Sox, you'd love it. He would fit in in this, in this clubhouse, right, in this dressing room. He'd be that guy, but he's not, and you hate him. He could end up getting White Sox players suspended – because it'll be my swag is bigger than your swag. Watch me do this to you. Big pimp and home runs kind of stuff. Big pimp and strikeouts. Don't you see that coming with this guy? Probably. But I think that the White Sox, if we're looking at, you know, people are going to get suspended because of their reactions to him. I think the White Sox are a team that, I mean, they embrace that kind of thing anyway. And so their reaction, I would hope, would be, okay, he stunts on us. We're going to stunt on him. You know, you strike a guy out and, you, and you're and you going to walk around and do your thing, then, okay, we're going to come back and hit a home run. You know, Yaz is going to Yaz is gonna bat drop you. Or Luis Roberts going to take you a yard. Or T.A. is going to do something. You know, so they got all these guys that can react to that and are going to stunt back to him. I think it just creates more theater, honestly. I, I'm, I'm open to it. I, I'm looking forward to it. If there ever requires some kind of discipline, remember... You got a manager who got mad at a guy for swinging at a 3-0 pitch. And then your mean Mercedes went right in the toilet after that. 
and still thinks he's something now a year later, but he's not. So you you have that countering what you're looking for. That's where, true. Whereas these guys were, these guys were all about that, and they were they had the attitude. I love the White Sox attitude. It's like, all right, you don't, we you we're not. The only way to keep you from pimping on us is to strike you out, and the same goes for us. You don't want us to, you don't want us to you show our swag when. Get us out. Yeah. yeah. It's just that simple. But there's something about Garrett that is all, and something about Joe Kelly too. I'm not, there's enough, there's enough craziness there in Joe Kelly that we will embrace him as a White Sox and we would be a little afraid of him if he were, and then it turns, he's Amir Garrett now pitching for the Royals. I just don't want to see the, it's almost like I understand. If you're going to have a fight with the Twins, if you're going to have a bench emptying with the Twins, well, that's a major rival. Okay, you're going to, it's going to happen. It, there's a chance it'll happen. But don't waste that on the Royals. Oh, no. They should. On act, Amir Garrett, but they this should, team isn't used to kind of discipline. That's the other aspect of this is if a guy on the Royals is going to do that, just, just ignore it because you're better than them and you regularly beat the hell out of them. Just, just, Ignore it. Go ahead. Take your W at the end of the day. And if he wants to, if he wants to do his thing, just be like, okay, fine. We're just going to beat you. So, yeah, or or if you beat us today, we'll 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 beat whoever's going to be up for you guys tomorrow. So, yeah. whatever. Okay. So somebody, the seven zero eight said, and and the, even the eight one five knows it's one percent. See, I was right. <laughs> I don't know what you said. You said every damn number. You had, well, your, I said you had your decimal points moving more initi- than Dan Bernstein. Initi- decimal <laughs> point Danny. Initially, I said 0.1%, and then I realized I didn't move the decimal enough. It's 1% was what I said, and now I'm being confirmed to be correct. Did you ask Siri? 708 had a really good idea. Siri, what is? I should have done that. I tried doing the math, and I realized I don't know enough zeros on my, my phone calculator. <laughs> Nor the capacity to do that. I didn't ask Siri because I don't have an Apple phone. Okay, so we're going to talk about Carlos Correa with um, how it affects the White Sox with Josh Nelson we're, after we take this break. What else do we have planned today? Do we know anything more of what we have planned today? Trash Panda sitting in Ryan for Mark Grody and we're. Are you really sitting in for my, Mark Grody, though? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> He's still how, part of how this? best to describe you guys, this. You guys are babysitting the old, the overnight I'm, shift. I'm I'm here, and I am <laughs> I am the designated co-host of the show today. It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. Yeah. Okay. And as for Mark Grody's role in the show, he's in the open, so we have to assume he's still part of the show. Or we just didn't make a new open. Also that. So there are two highlights from the NCAA tournament. Ryan, we wanted Ryan Horvat here to talk NCAA tournament and all kinds of stuff going on. We got games today, games tomorrow. It's just tremendous finishes. But so we already have the winner of the NCAA tournament. We know that. Cassidy Cherney, she's the Indiana cheerleader. She won. Tournament's over. And you know who else won? John Morant. Did you see his tweet? I, 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 don't, I don't think I, I did. I did not want to forget this, and I might have. On the day that St. Peter's beat Kentucky, right? Murray State played later that night. Uh-huh. That's your, your Murray State from, yeah. from the state of Kentucky and, and uh, John Morant's alma mater. 
And Murray State, as a seventh seed, beats the tenth seed. And John Morant tweets out, at least one team from Kentucky won today. <laughs> I love, yeah, that's a way to go. And by the way, St. Peter's, the hero, everybody's hero, everybody's favorite team, uh, upset, uh, upset Kentucky, so a 2 beat a 15. I mean, a 15 beat a 2 in that case. And their social media, the best part of these these schools is the social media. Their social media sent out at Read Jack, meaning at Twitter, verify us. That was Thursday night. And by Saturday morning, they were verified. Oh, good. Yeah, there you That's go. That's good. They won All the right. war. We'll take a break. We will talk about the whole, the way Chicago got pantsed and upset. And what does it mean? Carlos Correa goes to the Twins. How do the Twins, the Twins are acting like the Cubs. Why are the Cubs acting like the Twins? Why aren't they doing this? And what does this mean for the White Sox? I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Trash Panda. We are here for God knows who. But it's Saturday Suckage, and we have Wake and Bake Club news. Boy, do we ever. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In terms of the lineup, what are your, do you think that that lineup is you know the championship quality lineup that you guys have wanted to put forward? At this time? Yeah. At this time, it can be, absolutely. At this time, it absolutely can be. It's going to require some growth from our young guys if this is the group we go with in three weeks or three months or six months when the playoffs start. But certainly we feel good about what we're capable of doing offensively today. doesn't mean we won't continue to look at ways to potentially get better, but, yeah, we feel good about this group. White Sox GM, Rick Hahn. We like our lineup. 
We like our lineup. We like our lineup so much we're going out and trying to find more pitching. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum and Trash Panda here on Saturday Suckage. Grody is, we have no idea if he's even attached to the show, still part of the show. Is he on the show? Is he not on the show? Um, which kind of sucks, but that's kind of the point of it. We are now going to the score hotline. We're going to welcome in Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. The score hotline is presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Josh, how's your White Sox morning going today? <laughs> Got a rude awakening at 2 in the morning when I woke up and went to the bathroom and saw Carlos Correa signed with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, so it's uh, it's going okay. We'll, we'll see how today's game goes for the White Sox in spring training. Uh, it is a good sign that we will see most of the starters, at least in the lineup, um, perform today. The Sox did a pretty good job on Correa. Not so much on the Astros as a whole, but they did a good job on him. But the Twins come out of nowhere. They had they acquired Sonny Gray. They got rid of – you thought things were in good shape. If you were a White Sox fan, Josh Donaldson's out of here. Nelson Cruz yeah. is out of here. You're, you're, the torture's done. And then this happens. I don't know if it changes your – what was your calculus on what the White Sox needed to do or should do, and does this alter it any? So let's talk about – things on paper, which I know for sports fans, a lot of them roll their eyes and say, well, you don't play the games on paper. But if you are a front office executive, you build your team on paper <laughs> before mm-hmm. the season starts. And for the Chicago White Sox, just speaking about them first before getting to the Twins, they are a top five team in Major League Baseball on paper when you consider the projected wins above replacement values for everything, all your position players, your starting pitchers, your bullpen, they're in the top five. The problem for the White Sox is that four of the top five teams in Major League Baseball are in the American League, and the White Sox are still behind, even in my opinion and on paper, behind the Yankees and the Astros, two teams that really killed the White Sox last year. Uh, So it makes sense, and I think it's fair to say, The White Sox are still the third-best team in the American League. The Toronto Blue Jays have made significant additions. They're on their heels as the fourth-best team, and Tampa Bay is the fifth-best team on paper. But the postseason has now expanded to six teams, and what the Twins have done by adding Carlos Correa on paper have inserted themselves into the conversation as being one of the teams competing for that sixth spot, along with the Red Sox, who are the favorite to be that sixth playoff team. The Angels, because they still have Shohei Otani, Anthony Rendon, and, of course, Mike Trout. And the Seattle Mariners, who won 90 games last year, and they have made some significant moves this offseason as well. But the Twins are still behind the White Sox because of the quality of starting pitching difference. While you are right, they did add Sonny Gray. The rest of the Twins' rotation is Dylan Bundy, Bailey Over, Joe Ryan, and Ryan Dobnek. That does not strike fear into anyone when you look at their one through five. However, the Twins are not done yet, and their farm system is far better than the Chicago White Sox farm system. They have more assets, whether that's prospects or guys in the 40-man roster that could contribute right away, than the White Sox do. And there's just so much trade smoke right now between Minnesota and Oakland regarding Frankie Montas that if the Twins were to add Frankie Montas, well, now they may be the leader on paper 
to have that sixth playoff spot in the American League. And if they put themselves into that position, then we go from a White Sox team a couple of weeks ago projected to win the American League Central by seven to ten games to all of a sudden they may be projected to only win the division by four or six games. That's still a healthy amount to win a division, but it does suggest that the Minnesota Twins, who finished last last year and weren't even close to the White Sox at all in the standings after May, uh, have suddenly turned around their roster in a hurry in the last couple of weeks, and they have decided we're going to give the White Sox an honest shot at the American League Central, and it's not going to be a clear road for the White Sox in 2022. Josh, do you think there's any legitimacy to the idea of, okay, the White Sox pretty much had the division wrapped up for the entirety of the second half last year. They kind of coasted into the playoffs, and that's why they they looked so poor against the Astros, not because the Astros were just the better team. But Mm -hmm. is there any legitimacy to, okay, now they are going to actually have to push until late August, September to lock up the division and therefore will look better in the playoffs. And and so the twins pushing them will make the White Sox better in the end. Is there anything to that? Or is that just a coping mechanism this morning for White Sox fans? I think it's more of a coping mechanism because if you look at the White Sox 2022 schedule, May and June are ridiculous. Absolute ridiculous. There is a stretch where the White Sox have to go to the Bronx, and then they come home to face uh, the Cubs, and then there are games against the Red Sox, and then there are games against the Blue Jays, and your reward for going through those teams is you get to come home and face the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, it's a 17-game stretch where the White Sox go 7-10. and 10. I would not be surprised at all. I would not be surprised if the White Sox because just how difficult their schedule is in May and June with having all these playoff contenders so front-loaded, at least on the calendar in their schedule, that the White Sox may only be three or five games above 500 when we roll into July 1st. And then there'll be a lot of panic. You could book me on July 1st, and we'll see where they are. People will be panicking. Oh, my gosh, the White Sox are not that good. But after July 1st, all the way through the rest of the season, The schedule really lines up, but there are a lot of Minnesota Twins games after July 1st for the White Sox, and that could really play a big part in just how big of a turnaround the White Sox have in the second half as they gain momentum going into October and how many games they end up do winning the American League Central. Uh, The White Sox are still the favorite to win the AL Central. We still need to see the Minnesota Twins add on the starting pitching front. But with the Twins signing Carlos Correa, what they have done is enter themselves into the wild card conversation. And again, there's just so much trade smoke between Minnesota and Oakland to suggest they are not done adding. We're talking with Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. You read him and Jim Margalis, terrific work. And we're doing it right here on The Score, Steve Rosenblum and Adam Studzinski, the Trash Panda, with you. The, the You bring up July, and wherever they are, However, the twins get off, whatever start they get off to. Uh, we, me and Trash Panda are both here for Joe Kelly, Carlos Correa matchups. We want those. <laughs> it may have happened for both of them in different uniforms, but they're still the same people. Joe Kelly oh, yeah. is still sort of AJ Pierzynski on the mound, and Carlos Correa is and always will be a cheater. And there's that, you know. Joe Kelly had a lip on. It became a cult status. A cult. It became a mural in Los Angeles. So, 
I'm here for that. That at least has to salve some of the, the fears for you, that entertainment piece. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And if Oakland, because again, we've seen teams do really weird stuff, especially post lockout as well. If Oakland decides, you know what, we we don't like any of the trade packages. uh, So we're going to hold on to Manaya and Montas going into the season. I would not recommend that, but they could do that. Well, then I'm not so concerned about the Minnesota Twins. I mean, offensively and defensively up the middle. I mean, Correa and Buxton up the middle. My gosh, don't hit fly balls in center field and don't hit grounders up the middle because they're going to take care of that. And I'm sure there's some type of boost that they'll be able to provide defensively for the starting pitching staff. But for White Sox fans, ever since the season ended, the question has been, all right, what are they going to do to prove that they are better than the Houston Astros? And I don't know, after picking up Craig Kimball's option and signing Kendall Graveman and Joe Ryan, uh, not Joe Ryan, Joe Kelly, I'm sorry, uh, and then bringing back Lurie Garcia and signing Josh Harrison, they have spent like $45 million this offseason. And I still cannot clearly answer the question, are the White Sox better than the Houston Astros, even if – Korea is not coming back to Houston. And I still don't know. I mean, think about that. If any other sport team in Chicago and they spent $45 million on their roster and going into that regular season, if you cannot clearly answer, are they a better team than last year? That raises question on how they're spending money. Jerry Reinsdorf clearly has allowed Rick Hahn to spend money this offseason. But now the question is, is Rick Hahn spending that money optimally? And I don't know yet. I I still don't know. That is a frustrating point that you bring up. We don't know if the White Sox are better right now than they were last season. You would think with, with the progress of certain players like Luis Robert and even just him being healthy this year, they would be, but we don't, we don't know. And that leads right. me to the, my question of spending money and making the roster better. A hot-button topic for Sox fans since the season ended has been Michael Conforto to fill the right field spot. So now this morning, and there's people wondering why hasn't he signed yet. Now this morning, you bring to the attention of my Twitter feed from a, a Yahoo Sports article that Michael Conforto might not be vaccinated against COVID-19. And is that a reason why he hasn't signed yet? Do you think there's anything to that? It it could. I mean, for the Toronto Blue Jays, if you look on paper, they need a right fielder. They're not going to sign Conforto because Conforto can't play for them based on the laws in Canada. Uh, So that eliminates one contending team from the Michael Conforto. There's been whispers that Seattle was interested in Michael Conforto, but they went in another direction because of the vaccinated status and decided to trade for Jesse Winker uh, from the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, it is an excellent question. Like, why is Michael Conforto still a free agent? And maybe it's because, well, Scott Boris is getting the other of his clients signed. Uh, And maybe Michael Conforto is next. But Forrest and his team have done an excellent job of multitasking. I think it's a fair question to ask Scott Boris, and of course he'll come up with his wacky sayings on why Conforto is still a free agent. But it's an honest and fair question. Why is Michael Conforto a free agent? Not just from a White Sox perspective, but for all teams' perspective. And maybe that will come into light on why he doesn't sign a deal like Nicholas Castellanos did last night with the Philadelphia Phillies for five years. 
$100 million. Maybe that comes to light. I, I think a lot of us are grasping at straws trying to make sense of it. And maybe it's just a topic that nobody can make sense of it when it comes to Conforto. But White Sox and right field, again, with the situation that they're in internally, you're looking at Andrew Vaughn, Gavin Sheets, Adam Engel, which was reported by James Fegan of The Athletic yesterday, that he also had a torn left labrum in his shoulder on top of his hamstring. So that really instills a ton of confidence health-wise in Adam Engel. Uh, and you still have you still have Larry Garcia, super utility guy, if Josh Harrison is going to be taking most of the starts at second base. Conforto is better than the White Sox internal options in right field, period. He is. But it, the whole clubhouse fit, if they're uneasy about the vaccinated status, if they don't think personality-wise he's going to mesh well with the players they have on hand, may make the White Sox more hesitant. And maybe the White Sox, their big fish still, is acquiring another starting pitcher. We're talking with Josh Nelson of Sox Machine here on The Score, Steve Rosenblum and Trash Panda with you. So acquiring that pitcher, does that – when you saw Kenley Jansen sign with the Braves, does that do anything for you on the Kimbrel market? Optimistic, pessimistic? Is that where your arm's going to come from? And is Rick Hahn, do you think, stressing pitching when everybody's looking at for a bat in right field or a bat anywhere? Is, he, is, is the whole pitching mantra the idea that we know a bunch of people are going to get hurt in spring training because it's abbreviated, it's going to impact them, and we're going to see it in April May and June. Is that how it goes? And where does Kimbrel or where does the Jansen signing figure into your trade value for Kimbrel? Well, with Kenley Jansen signing for one year, $16 million, which is exactly what Craig Kimbrel is going to make in 2022, I think helps the White Sox. However, if the Dodgers were not interested in bringing back Kenley Jansen at that amount, are they even interested in giving up a prospect in return on bringing Kimbrell to Dodger town to Los Angeles uh, for that amount. I, I don't think so. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays could use a closer, but as people have pointed out all across formats, the Rays are not the type of team to pay $16 million for someone like Craig Kimbrell. I have thought that if the White Sox do want to pull off this trade, they're going to have to eat some cash. They're going to have to send some money to help pay for the other team acquiring Craig Kimbrell in a trade. And I look at the market, and I think anywhere between 4 to $6 million to send with Kimbrell to lower that amount to his new team to only have to pay 10 to $12 million for the 2022 season is fair, depending on the type of prospect return that you get back. But, you know, with Rick Hahn saying that he's so focused on pitching, you also have to be careful on who you could possibly be trading Craig Kimbrell to. You don't want to make any of the other teams in the American League stronger. And I don't think anybody wants to make the Los Angeles Dodgers any stronger than they already are after signing Freddie Freeman. So I'm, I'm in the boat right now that Kimbrell is not going to get traded. And I would even go as far as to say that if he's not traded by April 1st, scrap all ideas of trading him and just keep him at least through the first half of the season and see if your overall depth with the bullpen is a huge factor and is a huge advantage compared to everybody else in Major League Baseball. Because that, I do agree with Rick Hahn on this point that pitching is scarce right now. It was not a very good starting pitching market. There were not many good options out there for teams to add a significant starter 
to the rotation. So that's not an easy route. Trading with Oakland, it is clear they want your 2021 first-round pick, and that is Colson Montgomery for the White Sox. And I'm not quite sure if the White Sox are willing to trade Colson Montgomery for any of Oakland's starters that are still on their team. Uh, so I understand a little bit of the hesitancy on that front as well. So for the White Sox, they could be done. They could be done, and they may be rolling into April 8th with this roster. And to go circle back on how this conversation started, this is the third best team in the American League, and they are a top five team in Major League Baseball. But they have yet to answer the question, have they improved from last year? And are they better than the Astros or even the Yankees who are on paper the favorite to win the American League? And the answer to that question right now on March 19th is we do not know. And that also comes after the White Sox spending $45 million this offseason. Oh, okay, Josh. All right. You two, Wait, you right. two need to nerd I, I out. Need, I need to take a break from the existential dread of being <laughs> a White Sox follower. <laughs> and I need to ask you, and we're up against it here. Because Steve had to keep asking baseball questions. Sorry. But I need to ask you, just I'll, I'll boil this down. When the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer came out and Duel of the Fates hit at approximately 33 seconds in, what was your reaction? Uh, this show is going to be amazing. Yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite Star Wars character. We'll see if this special series holds up to the content we have seen from The Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know how it connects to the Mandoverse at all. But for the Star Wars fans that watch the animated series Clone Wars and Rebels, I think we're going to be in for a treat. Oh, yes, I agree. And I'm also mentally and emotionally preparing myself to see Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker growing out during the Clone Wars in a flashback. Because I don't know if I can handle it, but I'll, I'm going to try. But, all right, that's all I got for you. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's I, a I can't twap. wait late that's, I just want I just want to hit more of Admiral Akbar. I, he's... <laughs> He's Hollywood handsome and cowboy tough. He's a he's a poster boy. I want if they if they ever had Star Wars Chippendales dancers, I'd want Admiral Akbar. It's a twap. <laughs> All right, Josh, thanks. No problem. You guys have a great weekend. All right, Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. You done nerding out? I have a, I have some other Obi stuff for you later on. So we'll take a break and we'll come back. Um, with with nonsense. Maybe we'll do the Wake and Bake Club news. We don't have much time. Top of the hour, we have some bear stuff to talk about. I would like to hear from Cub fans. When you heard this Carlos Correa thing, we heard from White Sox fans. We don't know what to do. It's still, we got our stuff. But if you're a Cubs fan and you hear this contract and you go, wait, didn't we just do that with Marcus Stroman? We signed a short contract. Weren't we told they want short contracts? He just signed a short contract. And we're watching Andrew Simmons play shortstop for us. He's Ronnie Cedeno of a later age. All right. And Cub fans, we have the Wake and Bake Club answer for you. We'll come back with that next. Steve Rosenblum, Trash Panda, Adam Stadzinski. Are you all nerded out? Are you done? Are you done nerding yeah, I'm out? Yeah, good. Okay. All right. Saturday Suckage in the Wake and Bake Club, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. All right. Cup fans, you're going to need to know about this, especially if you're in L.A., and I know we have a lot of Cup fans in L.A. We hear from them on the text line, 312-644-6767. The Wake and Bake Club should know this. Mike Tyson has a 40-acre cannabis ranch in California. He came out with the greatest edible of all edibles. It's called Mike Bites. Of course it is. It is a gummy. It is an edible 
in the shape of an ear, presumably Evander Holyfield's ear, with a bite taken out of the bite. It is Mike Tyson 2.0. It is Tyson's cannabis venture into edibles. It's perfect. Smoke weed every day. That's it. You can get if you're in California and I think Nevada, you can do that, and it's perfect. You can get that, and then you can go to In and Out Burger, and you got it. They were made for each other. Mike Tyson is making edibles out of the ear he bit in the course of a heavyweight fight. Life, life just turns back on itself. You'll need that, Cub fans. We'll talk about that with you. And by the way, yesterday, 22nd anniversary of a famous communique. We should talk about that because the chairman of the Bulls talked about it yesterday with Chuck on these very airwaves. And the Bears did stuff. Let's try to figure out what they did. Steve Rosenblum, Crash Panda with you, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 